You're listening to a message from Victory. Salvation has been planned from the beginning of time. Discover more about this truth in week one of our series, The Great Exchange. We are starting a new series today and we will be talking about this for the next four weeks also. We'll be talking about the Great Exchange. One thing about us, you know, we like finding good deals. How many of you here, masayang-masaya ho kayo pag nakakuha kayo ng magandang deal or bargain? Okay, all the ladies. Siguro, ano? Yung wife ko po, yan po yung favorite sport niya. Or hobby. Um, madala, madalas, pag nakakuha siya ng good deal, pag uwi niya ng bahay, show niya talaga sa akin, sasabihin niya, tingnan mo tong nakuha ko, 5,000 to before. 100 na lang. Hindi ko alam kung totoo talaga, no? Or... <laughs> Pero magaling siyang kumuha ng deal. And then, there's one time, uh, nag-decide kami, uh, January, you know, we'll look at our schedule, our finances, and one of the agreements na nagkaroon kami noong January, sabi namin, every financial decision uh, will agree together before we make the decision. So especially pag mga, siguro 5,000 below or 2,000 below, we have to talk. Pero one time, sobrang excited siya, may nakita na naman siyang magandang deal. So sabi niya, guess what? Nakakuha ako ng deal sa Cebu Pak. Sabi ko, ha? Ano yan? Dubai. Dubai. So samayin ko, mahal to. Sabi niya, nakuha ko one way, 2,500 pesos. Sabi ko, anong date yan? Schedule na yan. Biglang nagbago yung, yung stand, no? You know, I realized yung, yung attitude natin sa Sa, sa trade or pag may mga ganyan na deal, depende kung feeling natin, sobrang jackpot tayo. If we think that we're getting more out of the deal, if, we're, if we think that we're going to benefit a lot from it, and the exchange will be in favor of us, we're willing to make the deal. Pag lugi tayo, feeling natin hindi match yung, yung price sa makukuha natin, we're not willing to do it. Pero again, pag maganda yung deal, uh, we are almost ready to do it even if sometimes we're not really prepared. Parang, tsaka na natin pag-usapan yung detalye pero sobrang good deal yan. Huwag mo nang let go. Now, we're talking about the great exchange because when Jesus died on the cross, something happened. There was an exchange, a trade that happened. May in-offer si Lord sa atin. At sa exchange na to, sobrang panalo tayo. But ang um, challenge, ang problema is that not all of us are willing to go all in. Hindi lahat excited na, uy, ang ganda ng deal na to, kunin natin yan. In fact, some people, you have to drag them to church. Anda, talagang kailangan mo ipag-fasting para tanggapin nila tong ino-offer ni Lord. Now, some reason for that one is because some people don't really understand what's being offered. That was the case for me when I was in college. I needed to be bribed to go to church. Ayoko ng Bible study, ayoko ng mga Jesus, Jesus, because I have no idea what it's about. I thought it's just religion. For some people, they are not willing to really go all out and accept what Jesus is offering and throw their life into it because they feel like sa trade na to, sa exchange na to, mas malaki yung isa-sacrifice ko kesa sa makukuha ko. 
magbe-benefit sa Lord, lugi ako. You don't know, Pastor, what I'm going to sacrifice if I take this seriously. And so, for today and the next four weeks, we're hoping that God will give us a greater understanding of the salvation we receive, the gospel. And this is not just for uh, unchurched people. Again, if you don't normally go to church and you are here, I know it's not an accident that you're here today. But for those of us who have been coming to church for um, many years already, I want you to know that this is a message we desperately need. Especially for the younger generation. The problem today is not gathering information. It's so easy, just Google it. The challenge today is processing information and making that information a conviction. Kaya marami, they go to church, they hear all this preaching, but it's not getting into the heart. We have lots of information, but is it becoming a conviction? Is this becoming not just a Sunday thing and an everyday part of our reality? And so we were praying. One pastor said that the gospel is not the ABC of Christianity. This is not an entry-level theology that we need to be saved. But once you're a Christian, graduate ka na sa gospel or sa salvation, you need other, quote-unquote, deeper teaching to grow as a Christian. But the gospel, the salvation message, is not just the ABC of Christianity, it's the A to Z. The way for us to grow in this Christian life is for us to go deeper into the gospel and for the message of the gospel to become true to us. And so we need to hammer the, the, the gospel over and over again. Parang pako, di ba? Para talagang mapagkabit niya ng mabuti yung dalawang kahoy, kailangan mong i-hammer. Para kahit anong gawin mo, hindi mo basta-basta mahuhugot. And so that's what this series is about. So we're going to do the introduction today. We're re- going to read chapter 1 of Ephesians. And in the next four weeks, we are going to camp in the book of Ephesians as well. And we'll talk about this great exchange. So if you have your Bible with you, please open it in Ephesians chapter 1. And we'll read from verse 3 to 6. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love He predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace, with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. Just a short background for uh, the book of Ephesians. This letter was written by Paul when he was in prison, and he was trying to encourage the saints in Ephesus. So, imagine a dark, small, stinky prison. That's where Paul was when he wrote this, and very concerned about the spiritual need of the people. Now, you, you would think na dahil sa sitwasyon ni Paul, he would be so down and discouraged and he will be hindered in serving the purposes of God. But that wasn't the case. When he was in prison, rather than being down, it became an excuse for him to write portion of the New Testament we're reading today. So, hindi naging wasted yung time niya Sa prison, today, as a result of his situation at that time, there are 2 billion Christians in the world. They are saying they're Christian. 
who are using the Bible today. And part of the New Testament we're using for our devotion and our walk with God was written by a man who was in prison at that time. Paul was physically in prison, but he was spiritually in Christ. Our spiritual reality greatly affects our physical reality. Kaya sobrang powerful what we're talking about. You know, uh, if you are not in Christ, I have here two cans of Coke. Hindi po ako endorser, no? How I wish. But I was just reminded of this illustration. It's because it's possible for us to be in church and not be in Christ. It's possible for us to bring our children to church and not bring them to Christ. So we better make sure this is not just becoming a ritual for us going to church every Sunday, but this is something that is real to us. Because if you are not in Christ, you will be like this empty can of soda. So easy for it to crush. If you're not in Christ, just a little discouragement, little temptation, and little persecution, and we're done with Christianity. We're done walking with God. Little effort. But if you are in Christ, you will be like Paul. And here is the picture of being in Christ. Kanina, daliri ko lang yung ginagamit ko. Ito, labas na lahat ng muscles ko. Subukan nyo to sa bahay, di ba? I can't. If you're in Christ, you can be afflicted but not crushed. You can be struck down but not destroyed. That's what the Bible says. In fact, if you are in Christ, the Bible says no weapon formed against you will prosper. That's the power of being in Christ. Try nyo mamaya sa bahay. I said that because the bo- in the book of Ephesians, the phrase in Christ and in Him was mentioned at least 15 times. Over and over again, Apostle Paul told them, you are, now that you're in Christ, now that you are in Him, through Him, and He's showing us our position as believers in Christ. And that's what I want to talk about in this introduction. Here's what he said in verse 3. Now that you're in Christ. Again, how many of you here, you're in Christ? Okay, you're a Christian. You're, you receive your salvation. The Bible says in verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. If you're a Christian, the Bible says you're blessed. Sometimes we don't see ourselves blessed. Because we, our idea of blessing is limited to money and material things. This is not talking about money. And this is not talking about material things. If our idea of blessing is limited to stuff, we are short-sighted and being greatly misled. That's the reason why a lot of young people today, one of the reasons why a lot of young people today are suffering depression. You'll be surprised. It's not just college and high school students, even grade, grade school students are going through depression at such a young age. One of the contributing uh, factors to that, uh, according to this article written by Culture and Youth Studies, is this current generation is the first to grow up in a world of social media and online platform 
they check the Facebook, Instagram uh, on an average of 10 times a day. I'm guessing in the Philippines, it's 50 times. <laughs> Tayo konting break time lang. Ano? Uy, late siya ng konti. Traffic, nagda-drive, ano? Wala, laging nakadikit, di ba? We always check. We're trying to get updated. We don't want to be left behind. The fear of missing out. And here's according to that study, what it's doing. They came up with this term, surveillance use. They found out that Facebook use was tied to depression. And what that meant, the surveillance use, is that they're checking. Users check up on which, uh, on their friends, what they're doing, and compare what they see in their lives. So, chine-check nila, o, isan sila nagbakasyon? Saan sila pumunta ng family? Anong suot niya? Anong itsura niya? Eh, ang dami niyan, di ba? Yung iba naman, post ng post to project an image that is not really true. Magpo-post, mga one hour na ayos, just woke up. Grabe. <laughs> Ikaw naman, di ba? Gabi naman, kakagising lang to. Nagpa-parlor na ako, di lamang pa rin siya. Cause ng depression. Lord, bakit naman ganito ang buhay? Tapos, eto, vacation. Appreciate God's nature. Nox naman! <laughs> Tapos, ikaw, parang grabe. Kailan ba kami nagbakasyon? Sila, Boracay na naman. Eto, ilugpasig pa rin kami. Depression, di ba? Parang pagtamingin ka, kawawa naman. Now, if our measure of being blessed is the material, the trips, the vacations, and all of that, we have all the reason to be depressed. But life is not all about stuff. Very soon, gadgets will get outdated. Ilan sa inyo dito, nagpalit na kayo ng telepono, di ba? Ngayon, every six months, ay, may bago na naman. Palit ng palit. It's a never-ending cycle. We are always looking for the next big thing. The shinier, the bigger, the better. Gadgets will get outdated. Clothing will go out of style. Possessions will depreciate. Relationships will come and go. Last week, may namit ako dito na isang mom. Nagkasabay kami pababa ng elevator. Tapos sabi niya, Pastor, I don't know if you remember me, but we used to attend the 5.30pm service. My husband and I sometimes would approach after the service. Pinakita niya sa akin yung picture ng husband niya. Parang familiar nga, ma'am. Sabi niya, kaya lang namatay na siya last year. October. So ako na rin nag-church. Pero sabi niya, malungkot ako pero masaya din ako. Kasama niya na si Lord. Sabi grabe naman. Gusto ko sana siya ipag-pray eh. Sabi ko, pag-pray niyo naman ako. I sense the strength, the grace, a different perspective. Life is not all about stuff. It's all about Jesus. And only Jesus can truly satisfy. That's why this is very encouraging. It says, In Christ we are blessed with every spiritual blessing. I like this quote from C.S. Lewis. He said, If I find in myself a desire which, which no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. You are not meant to stay here forever. You need more than material and financial blessing. The good news is we're blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. And Paul mentioned two specific spiritual blessings. First one is, he said, 
God chose us. Spiritual blessing in Christ. We're chosen. Please turn to the person sitting next to you. Sabi mo sa kanya, you are chosen. Ang sarap ng feeling ng mapili ka, di ba? Natatandaan ko pa, sa dami nang nanliligaw sa wife ko, ako yung pinili niya. Iba yung feeling. Nung hindi pa ako pinipili, yung nangangamba ka, parang, grabe, mas magwapo to sa akin, na daming nanliligaw eh. Tapos yung sinagot niya ako, iba yung feeling, kahit ano gagawin ko para sa'yo. Lagi ka nakalutang, di ba? Dati pag naglakad ako, ganito eh. Nung sinagot niya ako, iba. <laughs> You're chosen. The feeling of being chosen. Tapos tinanong ko siya, bakit sa dinami-dami akong pinili mo? Next! Kala ko sasabihin niya, kasi guwapo ka. Sabi niya, wala eh. I have to obey the Lord. Grabe. <laughs> kasi sabi niya, gusto ko matangkad, mayaman, mga ganun. Eh, lahat opposite mo. Pero after namin ikasal, sabi niya, I'm so blessed, ikaw ang asawa ko. Next! Version ko yun. You're chosen, the Bible says. You know, I had the privilege last January of officiating the wedding of one of our leaders here, si Gabe tsaka si Dimple, no? Young couples natin dito sa, sa church. The ceremony lasted for maybe 40-45 minutes. And the pronouncement of marriage, yung I now pronounce you, uh, it just took few seconds. Hindi pa nga ako tapos, nag-kiss na eh. lang. na eh. It only took few seconds, the ceremony, 40-45 minutes. But the preparation, it took them more than a year. And it cost Gabe all his savings. <laughs> Magastos, matindi yung preparation. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 verse 9, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Can you imagine that? Kung save ka ng 33 years old, for 33 years of your life, you're sinning against God. You're running away from Him. You're offending Him. You're not obeying God. Then, all of a sudden, now, you receive the message. You, you, you were cut to the heart. Nagrepent ka ng kasalanan mo. Sabi mo, Lord, I want to receive you as my Lord and Savior. Just like that. That's what happened to me 20 years ago when I was a college student. Nasa study area kami nung university ko. Nag-share ng gospel sa akin. And I was... Uh, I, I said, I want to receive Christ. Nagpray ako, siguro mga 10 seconds lang. Lord, sorry sa mga sins ko. Patawarin mo ako. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. 10 seconds. And the Bible says you're saved. For some people, they think Christianity is so simplistic. Ganun lang yun. No wonder it's good news. That God will just wipe away all your sins if you confess your sins and put your faith in Christ. But what we don't know is that for that moment to happen, it would entail a long time of preparation. In fact, before the foundation of the world, the Bible says, God chose you. Plinano na ni Lord. He waited for that moment. That's how excited God in seeing you cross that line of faith. Hindi ka pa pinapanganak, pinaplano na ni Lord na mag-surrender ka ng buhay mo. That's why you are not an afterthought. You are not an accident. You are chosen. And for some people, they think that's unfair of God. 
How can you choose some to be saved and some not to be saved and go to hell? You are unfair. And there is an element of truth to that. God is not fair. How many of you know God is not fair? But how many of you are grateful God is not fair? God is not fair. In fact, He is more than, more than fair to us. Kasi wala naman dapat sa ating masave. It's unfair to Him to send the Son from heaven to earth and to be persecuted and be murdered and be crucified on the cross and die for our sins. It's unfair to Him for us to do all these sins and just confess it and be forgiven and spend our eternity with Him. That is unfair. God is not fair. He's more than fair to us. That's why every day we can stand before God in awe and gratitude and say, Lord, thank you for choosing me. God did not choose you because you are good. God did not choose you because you are the best. God chose you because He, he just made that decision to show you mercy and grace. It's only by the grace of God. Kaya wala makakapagyabang kay Lord. It's all just by the grace. Last thing is, the Bible says we're predestined. Predestined to be adopted as sons and daughters of Christ. That's what it means to be saved. You're blessed, you're chosen, and you're adopted. You are not just part of God's kingdom, you are part of God's family. In the New Testament, in the Gospel alone, Jesus called God Father 60 times. And everything that Jesus did here on earth is not just for our salvation, but to set us an example. How do you live this life? Life of faith. God wants us to relate to Him as our Father. I like what J.I. Packer said. He's a theologian. He said that Father is the Christian name for God. Kaya nung sabi ng mga disciples, uh, Jesus teaches how to pray. Jesus said, this is how you should pray. Our Father in Heaven. You start with that relationship. And there are two uh, meaning for that. For In Greek, yung word na na father, yung isa very formal, father, yung isa, ang definition niya, daddy. Very personal. You know what that's saying to us? Now that you are in Christ, we have that privilege, that access to come to Him as our daddy. As our daddy. Our perfect heavenly father. Iba yun relationship pag tatay mo eh. I, I lost my dad nung grade 3 ako. So, lumaki ako, wala akong idea. No? Buti na lang, in church, there's a lot of dads and na, nag-mentor, nag-disciple. So, nagka-idea ako. But, you know, it's still different to have God as your father. Iba. But yung, yung, he gave us access, that confidence. Pag anak ka, diba? Yung may dalawa akong anak, iba yung confidence nila sa akin eh. Pag lumapit, tsaka humingi, grabe Minsan kahit tulog ka eh. Milk! Milk! May kasama kami sa bahay, di niya ginagawa sa akin yun. Serak! Ang <laughs> weird nito ah! Pero pag ganako, hindi weird. Parang, ah, cute, cute. We can relate to God as our Father. Not only that, we have security in God. Pag ang relasyon natin kay Lord, boss, tsaka empleyado, magpe-perform ka eh. Ayaw mong masisante. Pero pag anak ka, secured ka eh. Ana, la, mahal ako ng tatay ko. Kahit ano mangyari, tatay ko siya, anak niya ako. 
that's how we are to our children. That's what we're trying to communicate to them. Even at times that we try to discipline them, rod them, harito ka. Papaluin kita sa puwet. Pag nag-disobey, sasabihin ko, oh, bakit kita papaluin? Why, why are you going to get a rod? Because I disobey. What did you do? Okay. Then pagkapalo. Okay, give me the hug and kiss. Okay, what do you want to do? They are just secure. They know they will be disciplined, but they know the relationship will stay the same. Kaya kay God, if you're a Christian, you know, so, sometimes when we fail, ang tendency to isolate, to run away, but we, no, we should not run away. We should run to God. Because the love of God remains the same. God loves us when we obey. God loves us when we fail. That's the love of God for us. That's why the Bible says there's nothing that can separate you from the love of Christ. And we have an inheritance. That's why if you're a Christian, there is an incredible future waiting for you. Not just in this life, but after this life is over. There is a glorious inheritance waiting for us in Christ. You're chosen. You're adopted. We are blessed. Amen? For what purpose? And this, uh, and I'm going to end with this in verse 6. To the praise of His glorious grace with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. It's for the praise and the glory of God. Now that we are in Christ, because we are blessed, because we are chosen, because we are adopted, now we can live our lives for the glory of God. Now we have the privilege of worshiping Him and serving our purpose. Your purpose, prim- primary purpose is not to be rich, not to be famous. It's not for you to be known. Your primary purpose is to honor God, to please Him. Everything that you have, your talent, your skill, your ability, your connection, your wealth, your resources, your marriage, your children, your work, your business, everything that you have is for the purpose of honoring God and declaring His praise. And as we do that, God will use that to point more people to Him. That's our purpose. Kaya pag namatay tayo, alam mo yung, there's, there's this joy in our hearts knowing that we're able to serve our purpose. And there's nothing better for us to hear at the end of our lives than to hear God say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. That's our hope. And I want to encourage all of us here today, use whatever you have to point more people to Jesus. Hindi lang tayo yung chosen, marami pa. That's our confidence in preaching the gospel and making disciples. This year, we're believing for family members. We're believing for friends. We're believing for office mates. We're believing for business associates and and classmates to be saved. There are many more who are chosen. And guess who God will use for them to have an encounter with God? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, it's you. How many of you here, you're believing for the salvation of your family members this year? And, And your friends and your classmates, amen? Let's believe that. Let's just pray right now as we end. Father, we thank you for this revelation. Thank you for our salvation. What a blessing, God. Thank you for reminding us of who you are. 
reminding us of what we received from you. That you have given us every spiritual blessing in Christ, not just material. You've given us so much more. Blessing that would last not only in this life, but in the life to come. Father God, we thank you that we are chosen. You've chosen us before the foundation of the world. Where, Lord God, it's you who orchestrated everything so that we can be here right at this moment. God, we thank you for adopting us into your family. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to develop a life-giving, fulfilling, deep relationship with you. We thank you that we can experience you now, Lord, not, when, not after we die, but even now here on earth. We thank you that we can experience you, God. We can know you. Thank you for this access. Thank you for the inheritance. Thank you for the security. And all of this we know for your praise and glory. So Lord, I pray, use us, Lord. God, we declare and we pray that, Lord, that a lot of people will be saved, Lord, as we use what you have given us to point people to you. We pray for our family members, our friends, our relatives. Lord God, we pray this year they will surrender their life to you. And they will enjoy what we're enjoying today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these, or to access other resources, please visit our website at victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash victoryph.